if you can tell a story to a friend, you can write, this thing happened to me, let me tell you about it. It's a framework, it's a map. A narrative arc. There'll be a beginning, middle and end. Uh, if you're writing a farce, a kind of comedy farce, the king in that mix is the plot. Uh, the characters serve the plot, but you cannot have a farce and it work unless the plot works. You introduce the story. There is a player wrote called Sons of York. You orientate the audience, if you like. Oh, I was down the pub, or oh, I was in the park, or oh, I was here. It's basically a story of a family breaking down because uh, it's set during the winter of discontent. You take them through what becomes a sort of a complication, why you're telling the story in the first place. It's basically about um, the mother figure being really ill and no one really being able to accept that. That then turns into a crisis. In that plate leads to this, this Christmas meal um, where everything kind of goes wrong. You go from a crisis to some sort of resolution. And all the emotion pours forth, but hopefully in quite a subtle, non-sentimental way. With the way a story always ends, well then I walked away, or then that happened, or then this happened. And I was really pleased with that, I suppose, because I felt like I'd managed to pull all the elements together and lead people to this point at the end where you had earned that level of emotion and that level of drama. Any entrance or exit, I'll have a card on a whiteboard in my study and it, it will say something very basic like um, Jack reveals that he's gay. I can, when I'm typing, I can look to the left at the storyboard and see what happens next. If you can lift a scene out of a play and the whole thing still roughly work, then you probably don't need that scene. A lot of, lot, lot of my plays sort of come from, sort of, you know, ripped from the headlines, really. I mean, already, I mean, um, Amy Winehouse, darling, has given me an idea. Singing Hearts Out for Lads came from, inspired me by a real, a real life event. It was an Asian man who was stabbed to death outside a pub. Pretty much anybody can write act one. Act three, the ending, tying the whole thing together is extraordinarily difficult. You have to justify every scene, you have to ask why it's there. The shape of the narrative of the whole thing, so the character development throughout, whether I've built in a climax, whether there's any kind of resolution at the end. As a matter of fact, I'm struggling with this play right now called What the Blood Clot, which is about um, this Upper East Side socialite who wakes up with a foreign accent syndrome, which is a real disease. And she wakes up with a Jamaican accent after a stroke. And I had no idea what the trajectory of this play was going to be. I just knew that I was going to start with this white woman who all of a sudden was speaking with a Jamaican accent and, and looking at identity and how identity is imposed on us and how, you know, people kind of um, decide who we are based on how we speak. You can always find the end of an Arthur Miller play in the first act. You've been leading the audience to this point where something actually on reflection, inevitable, is going to happen, but you never saw it coming. Singing Hearts Out, again, I knew, I knew right from the beginning where, how I wanted that piece to end. I knew I wanted him to die. I knew I wanted Mark to die. You also have to give the, the play itself artistically enough space to take you in other directions or to say it differently than you anticipated. I sketch in an ending and just hope and, and see where, where it takes me. Where. The, the dramatic high points are where the bigger, biggest crises are for the characters or where the climaxes will be or the moment where the audience will go, <gasps> theatre needs more of those moments.